Want to help keep the lights on in Anarchy Basement? Then go to PRLfans.com. There you can find links to Patreon, PayPal, our Bitcoin info, and other ways to help support the podcast. Now, enjoy the show. The state, and I know I'm a slave. We can make a break, break the power, break the power. Hello, and welcome to the Punk Rock Libertarians Podcast, episode 395. Tonight, I am here with Alex Schlegel. Hello, everybody. Ready for some mis, dis, and malinformation. Uh, also here with a Nikki Pinecone. Would it be? What do it be? And last but not least, Kyle Wagner. Hey, everybody. Glad to be here. Me too. Me too. Yeah, we've got we've got a ton of fucking news tonight. Yeah, another shit. week that that uh, Otto bailed on us. See, it's nice that like COVID has kind of subsided a bit, so now we can actually like talk about other shit instead of just like the the tyranny of masks and vaccines and stuff. Right. I mean, you that's I mean, it's still, back, still happening. It's still there. It'll probably still come back, but at least there's like room for more did interesting guys, topics. Did you guys notice how funny it is? Now that they're lifting all these mass mandates, you see all these blue check shit libs that are like, be kind to those that are still trying to, that are uncertain and still want a mask, respect them. And it's like, yeah, remember a year ago, if I didn't wear one, I'd be like shamed or mocked or yelled at or abused or, you know, like, fuck these people, fuck these shit libs. Do you have, you noticed that on social media? Like all these masks. No, I see the, hey, be nice to people. Who right. See plus because they you know they lost their jobs yeah these journalists <laughs> yes wait be nice to the people on cnn plus yeah there's like all these journalists saying like it's really sad when journalists lose their jobs and i just trolled some blue check so do they actually hire journalists. additional journalists for the shit it's, it's or was the, it just like the same old people with just it's more not the journalist thing you gotta remember so like i mean dude you're a programmer like you know how running like a, a tech operation is there's a lot of people that go into running something like that between like yeah. server maintenance like just oh, yeah. fuck, like they had they hired a lot of people to do it. i think there was like I want to say it was like 350 people or something that they said like were losing their jobs that's over that. It was it was only but around I mean, for it's a your month, fault. right? It's your fault for working for well, that's a, plus. Well, but that's kind of the point. It's like well, it's like if get, I go work for some shitty like NFT startup or something, like right. I, I I can't be upset if I lose my job when they fucking go under like every other dumb Web 3.0 company that's coming out. Like, right. And then this is CNN Plus. It's like who's gonna fucking watch this? Like the only reason you watch CNN is because it's on at the doctor's office, <laughs> right. you know. It's on. It's on at the gas station at the pump. <laughs> Otto's or probably you're... Otto's probably watching it at his dentist appointment right now at <laughs> yeah. seven thirty at night. Dentist appointment. He's sitting in the lobby just fuming. <laughs> like I could be podcasting now, but for some reason I go to my late night dentist. Charity, <laughs> like who the fuck has a dentist appointment at seven thirty? Dude, I was just like, did you read that wrong on your calendar? Is it like? 7 30 a.m he's like no i i have this dentist specifically because he does late night appointments <laughs> what the fuck dude like he's right he's watching cnn right now in the waiting room like dude is this like some like mafia operation is it like you know how like when like the mafia guys get shot in the leg they can't go to like the real doctor because then like it gets all in the records and shit right. so they got to go to like the like disgraced doctor that like lost his license for like selling organs or some shit <laughs> I don't know where you get your information from there. 
It's fucking Kike over here. I can't believe what she's saying. Oh, <laughs> oh damn. Yeah. Right? This, this uh, you like do not dare disperse the name of good Italian men. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God, dude. Yeah. Um, but CNN, like, yeah, it's gone under, like, before it even took off. It's great. CNN hilarious. Plus. I mean, what's really hilarious is that Elon managed to get in a good zinger throughout all today's shit. Oh, wow. What, it's CNN Plus? Was it? Yeah, I think yeah. it was. Was that what I'm thinking of? Or was it Rogan? I don't know. Uh, we, probably I, got, we probably both got good ones in today. Yeah, you know, I, just hilariously. because Rogan, Elon, Rogan's funny, though, because he's like, <clears throat> not today, but some other day he was like, He's like, you know, like I used to like CNN until they just started fucking with me. <laughs> like, he's like, now I don't like them. It's like, okay, that's fair. For real, the fact that he interviewed that one, yeah, Sanjay. He had like Sanjay, Sanjay Gupta, Gupta. Yeah, and he just stone cold was like, do do you see a problem here? Or there was no dialogue. It was just. But then, literally, the next day after having, an, however long that podcast was, for him to go back on CNN. For them just running with the narrative of oh horse pace and horse dewormer and how they yeah. photoshopped them in the oh I know rate. I know what it was like they were they 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 came out like so Joe Rogan was during a, an interview recently mentioned that while they during the peak of them trying to cancel him he gained two million subscribers <laughs> right wow and, yeah and he's like meanwhile CNN Plus you know they're closing a month. It's like, I can't imagine like the hubris of thinking that this shit nobody wants for free you're gonna make them pay for, right? Or like washed up, like who the fuck, like yeah, who would pay for that to to watch that? It's just pathetic. But yeah, so back to Icky Pete all over Twitter, they were talking. I forget who it was, but they were like, journalists are losing their jobs. Feel sorry for them. I I forget who tweeted it, but it was. It was pathetic. Well, and it's a like lot more journalists. A lot more journalists are going to lose their jobs when they're all find out to be using bots is the only reason that they know who they are. Seriously, like, how do they have such a following? It's insane to me that these blue checks. It's like well, they, they don't. They have bots. That's the point. Right. It, it's pathetic. It's like some, how do you gain an audience? There's no market for you. Some, There's some, no market. Some company uh, was doing. In particular, was doing research on the Johnny Depp, Amber Heard situation, and was like going through like Twitter and them, and found that the, at least eleven percent of the communication f- happening there is bots. Eleven percent out of everybody following that. Eleven percent of the conversation. Eleven percent, and all of it was positive for her. Wow. I have heard the internet is uh, heavily tilted in Depp's favor on that. Most people are supporting uh, Johnny Depp. I haven't watched the trial. Have you guys been watching any of the trial? I've, I've watched bits and pieces of the whole thing for the past couple of years like, as it's been happening. And, I mean, the bottom line is she per- she lied, perjured herself multiple times. And because it happened, when it happened at the peak of Me Too, no one, no one even bothered to listen to Johnny's side of it. Like it, it really is the case. Yeah, Evidence like believe all women, then and, she's a she's legit abusive. Well, and and, and what's really amusing to me is because if you watch the thing the whole time, like she has like other like an ex wife that did this. He pulled the same kind of shit on, was abusive and lied and like 
it was a whole big thing, but they 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 like wouldn't they wouldn't admit a lot of the evidence against her because you know she's a woman. Like right. he's like the Me Too movement. That's yeah. yeah. It's Johnny Depp. He's got enough fucking money, but like at the same time, I don't ever want to see her in anything ever again because she just seems like the worst kind of person. Dude, here's the thing too. We were kind of t- we were talking about that before we went on, Kyle, and you kind of mentioned it that, um, yeah. He, to your point, EQP, he's got a lot of money. He's gonna get the fuck out of this. But any one of us, if we were in court for something along these lines, like we're going away, we don't have the money for lawyers. The court system is heavily favored towards, you know, like, you know what I mean? It's like toward women. He was trying yeah. to say toward women. If we were um, in that same predicament, we. We're going away, guys. Just saying. Yeah, I, I do think there's a, a bias. You know, I, the the woman is to, the woman's typically the victim in these kind of things, and there's a, a tendency to to believe her. And um, I don't know. I, I don't know what happened with this case. I really haven't followed it that close. Um, doesn't seem like she's a great person from everything I'm hearing. I'm, I am hearing that she was hitting him. Um, yeah, she's so, definitely. Abusive. She was hitting him and then saying like, "I wasn't punching you; I was hitting you," as if that like really matters. That right? You know, exactly. I mean, I guess in some sense, like if Will Smith had just punched close fisted Chris Rock in the face, we might be having a different conversation. But it's still not. It's still not cool, <laughs> right? Well, the point is though, she said he hit her, and there's she's never produced a single shred of evidence. Yeah, other than like. Oh, I took these pictures of my face made up to cover the bruises. That... Didn't she also fake? Didn't she also put well, like she, yeah, fake bruises was, on or something? Yes, but that's the thing. She also has like a history of fake bruising her face. Wow. Like, and meanwhile, Johnny Depp's been famous for how many fucking years? Like, at, at this point, he's been famous for what forty-five fucking years. Probably well, this whole trial is ruining his career too, he's, right? He's, he's not gonna, he's not in pirates anymore. He's not oh, gonna be Captain Jack Sparrow anymore, right? He's in his fifties. He's been famous since he was like what eighteen. That's when he that's when they put him in uh, Nightmare on Elm Street one, I think. And so he's been famous. You, I'm sorry, I, dude. I he was in dip- he was in Platoon. He's I been in Thunderbolt, but it's that like, was crazy. I was like, holy shit. I'm sorry, like think that he would have. He'd have been like an abusive asshole all these years and never once has come out. Right. There would have been a track record by this point at this juncture. So, so far, all we have evidence of is, yeah, he likes to do coke and drink. Who doesn't? Right. (laughs) I mean, that's what we do on this podcast every Monday. Look at me. I'm I'm drinking a duck pin pale ale. Baltimore original. Nice, dude. It's yeah, I'm beer. drinking a Baltimore as well. I'm drinking that uh, Key Brewing. Nice. Positive, positive mental attitude. It's got that uh, Bad Brains logo. That's pretty dope. Like kind of knockoff. Let me show the camera. That's pretty dope. Oh, yeah, that's cool. It's yeah, like where's, Bad where's Otto's neck when you need it? I know, right? That's the same thing, but his is backwards, uh, I think. Or this one's backwards. And I think since January 6th, they've removed the Capitol building. Oh, that's lame. <laughs> well, maybe not. <laughs> I might be making that up because probably if, <laughs> if if Key Brewing did that, it'd probably be copyright infringement. They would have got like sued. I don't probably. know. But, yeah, it's the same logo as the bad the Bad Brains album cover. That's but, cool. Anyways, Kyle, what do you what do you got over there? What you got? Oh, this is an authentic uh, Pilsner 
I say fine Pilsner. <laughs> Drinking Miller Lite. There's something special. Living that high life. Kyle's living that Miller Lite. No, it's not high life. It's not. It's a, not this is a low life. But the low it's, life. It's a low lights. I, I like the, I like Miller Lite out of all the light beers. It's my favorite one. I'm surprised that it actually said like Miller on it, and it just wasn't a white can with beer on it. Yeah, That's what it I was says really Miller on the side right there. I'm trying to. You just know. You just know what it is. Yeah, it's like it's That's iconic. It's kind of iconic. I can't. I couldn't get any uh, Bush Light, so that's what I got. <laughs> nice. <laughs> wow, Bush Light, dude. That's like a camping beer. We're going fishing. Yeah, beer. that is a camping beer. <clears throat> Bush Light's actually what Bush Light is like. Coors, right? Uh, I like. I like it way better. I do not like Coors Light. I like Bush Light. I don't know. Bush better. is Budweiser, right? No, I Bush is Bush or Anheuser-Busch. Yeah, Anheuser-Busch. Yeah, Budweiser. Yep. Yep. Yeah. I, oh, I, Keystone is the like the Coors light beer. Um, like the lightest, like Keystone is to Bush light is as... Natty light. As as like Coors light is to Bud light, if that makes any sense. There, there's Like a the lowest on... of the lowest is like Keystone, Bush. You got natural I, light in there. Natural light ice. Yeah, but I think that's a malt liquor. Right? That's oh, terrible. okay. You're you're saying you're going. I'm I'm like I'm, I'm putting them under the umbrellas of their. Oh. Why are we talking about this ass beer, dude? I don't well, know. Just because you right? think that's what it is doesn't mean that's what it is everywhere. Uh, there's a lot of interesting things that go into how beer is sold, is districted. Yeah, that documentary I, I saw years ago, Beer Wars. It was pretty interesting. Got into the, but I mean. It's probably still about the same in that industry, but it was a documentary from 2008. So when I was coming up, we'll say circa 2002, 2003, I used to work in a an Italian family business out of, out of Buffalo. I was a Soto <laughs> Brothers distributing company. You work for a distributor? <laughs> yeah, I work for a distributor out of high school. It so was you saw there. like all the ins and outs, like how the distribution system is and it was, how it's like straight it up. Well, more than the that, laws go back to prohibition, and they've still been in place since so, prohibition. So more than that, my grandfather was like a, the regional sales rep for Coors products in particular, and like all of his friends and like my entire family worked in that industry for a number of years. My uncles, like Dude, everybody, so all, everybody I knew was beer men. Dude, it's so fucking corrupt. When you see all the money that's in the beer like in just the beer market and how much lobbyists like that that documentary beer wars they said at the time now granted it goes back to like 2008 or no maybe 2012 is when that documentary came out we can we can get in the docks but dude, dude the conferences just, that they used to fucking throw were insane like my yeah. grandpa probably about like my, my grandpa's got pictures with fucking tyra banks and shit like that Dude, they would have to bring these huge celebrities and shit. Like the speak, I remember when that documentary came out. It showed the speakers of the House, like the speakers of the U.S. Senate, giving like speeches to the whole like beer industry because it affects. Like they said at the time, it was the largest lobby, like maybe under pharmaceuticals. And I was like, holy shit! Like big, bigger than the gun lobby in D.C., which I could see that now. It's like all the corporate interest to keep these laws in place with the distribution. It's such. It's so overregulated. And then so it comes from a perspective as from the independent brewers perspective. So interviewed Yingling and then it gets into um, just briefly. But then it got into like how all the local breweries were destroyed 
and how like Budweiser was able to use the lobbying system to be basically create a monopoly on the beer industry. And then it wasn't until like craft brewing came in. So it was a very interesting documentary showing like, but how they use the law to lobby and how they use this corrupt system that goes back to prohibition. Like, like what Nikki P was saying, like the distribution of it, you could just see how much corruption. It's all licensing rights. Oh it's, my God. The, the barriers to entry. Like it's not, it, it's, crazy it's like season tickets like if you're if you have season tickets like you're like you're on that list forever you're never getting in it's just crazy like you don't you don't just go and start selling cords light in a given area no you have to go through three it's like only three distributors per county i think or something like that it depends on every state it depends on like population i like briefly like right when i graduated from college i briefly worked for a beer distributor out of frederick and I was just like, uh, what was I doing? I was like, it was just like a temp job. And I was like manning the phones. And like, I would get, I was like, yeah, I don't remember exactly. I was like talking to the drivers or some shit, but I just sat there and like read, like read books all day. And, uh, and, uh, but they gave me like a case of beer at the end, which is pretty cool. I only worked there for nice. like two weeks and they were like, here's a case of beer. <laughs> Oh, that was nice. our, that was our, what do you call it? Our Christmas bonus every year was, you know, a case of beer. Or yeah. you go, you go back to college here, take a case with you. Instead um, of a gold watch, right, Jared? Like you only made it two weeks. so you, you get <laughs> Well, that's how long the, the contract was or whatever. But what's funny for me but, is because yeah. it was, it was, but it was the only real experience I ever have. Like, you know, like one of those Italian family businesses where, you know, a bunch of the guys that work there with, they pay their, nephews and grandsons to push brooms around it's not really necessary at all because is it i mean new york's union so then you get into the unions of it so it's yeah and then uh oh yeah and then you get into the people disappearing and oh wow you were on that side of the business the family business don't ask questions. It's what you learn. Okay, we'll we'll say that we can get deeper. It's into, too much. We could get deeper into it in the after hours, but um, yeah, Jared, there's <laughs> the I posted in the chat the documentary to Beer Wars. It's just a trailer, so I don't know if you want to bring it up, but it, it's yeah. definitely. I mean, it might it might be a little dated. Like I said, it goes back to 2012, but it was it's really interesting to watch. As far as I know, most of those rules haven't changed. In no. Fucking- it's, Exactly. Is it on YouTube or something, Alex? Where do you, where do you watch this? Um, that's a good question. It's I, I saw it on a couple of places. It's probably free on. It, you might be able to find it somewhere. But people never make the you know, people never make the connection. Like it's like they'll just blame this on capitalism or say mm-hmm. like, oh yeah, this is why you know capitalism is bad. Yeah, but it got it. Why. And it got into the whole marketing side of it. So then it got into the laws. So, for example, in some states, you know, you can't sell in grocery stores. You can't even sell at convenience stores. Right. So then it gets into the marketing aspect. And so, like, if you own a business, if you own a grocery store, you own a gas station, you own whatever the law allows per these dickheads that are lobbying on behalf to either create barriers of entry or to create competitive, like, corporate fucking bullshit. Like, um, so, for example, they, they did like they talk about it in the documentary where they just do this billboard effect where they just over market something. So it's harder for independent companies even to get a foothold, like either a to get your product to the supermarket or to where it, it really gets into the whole aspects of the government regu- over regulation and just yeah. how crazy it is. But 
if you want to play it, Jared. When you're saying this is, oh, you want me to play it now? Yeah, if you want to, man. It's just a trailer. Um, but yeah, I mean, it came out in 2012. So like Nikki P said, like I guarantee a lot of this is still in play. Or the lobby, this might have been the big lobby back then. Now it's like pharmaceutical industries, you know? It's like cyclical, how many you know, go to the trough depending on well, what, what the great reset or what Klaus Schwab or what the UN or the new world order wants, you know, I think it's more, a lot of people realize that the microbrews, how much money can be made there. Right. And they're just blocking them out. Well, yeah, the thing with micro, yeah, the microbrew and stuff is so regulated, like mm-hmm. how many barrels you can produce, where you can produce it. All the different licenses. If you want to open like a brew pub in your oh, if you want to have a taste thing, room, like, can you? Ha- yeah, if you want to have a taste room, can yeah. you have like? Can you serve food? Like, there's all this fucking shit. I don't know why anybody does it. Yeah, dude. Especially and then I work. I, yeah, I work for I work for a guy doing welding. Um, for a guy for a couple years, and I'm um, just like part time, and then it, it varied because it depended on the type of jobs. But he did a lot of work in a lot of the breweries around here and in the food industry. Um. Cause it was all like stainless welding. Are you but, still um, doing that Alex? Are you still um, yeah. Working for another company now, but at the okay. time, and this was, this was in the before times before, before COVID hit and it, <laughs> and you saw the, the brew, like you saw the industry and it's like, wow, like the market might be oversaturated right now. And then you're looking at it and you're thinking all these barriers to entry, the expense to get in all the laws, all the bullshit. And then just dealing with, you know, the, the, all the aspects of it. And then with COVID, it's like, damn, I couldn't imagine having a brewery and then somehow surviving because it. he said back then, the guy, he's like, dude, I think the market's oversaturated. It's crazy. You know, so here's the thing, though. And this is something that we, you know, people who listen to like Austrian economists have an insight on is that mm-hmm. value is subjective, man. Yes. So like, yeah, the, yeah, it's super saturated and there's a whole bunch of uh you know, extra red tape. But guess what? You you, you guys are more than happy to go pay an extra be- little bit for that beer to have it be unique. It has its own unique selling proposition. Yeah. Like you you don't you don't bat an eye spending like a two bucks at more a six pack for something that you know is made in a micro brew versus something that's made by fucking one of the major major places. We also find out later on though is that a lot of those Larger microboo places are backed by those larger companies. So. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's the thing too. Yeah. Play. Well, the, you got to uh, go local, man. You just got to go yeah. local. Yeah. Play the doctor. Yeah. I mean, if you're buying like, if you're if you're buying like New Belgium and you're thinking like, oh, this is like a craft brewery. That's like, no, no, it's not. Dude. <laughs> exactly. I mean, they're making. Be- it's better beer than fucking like Bud Light, but it's not. Oh, and they're, that's. They're, they're InBev, I believe. That's what ended up happening was just the, those big companies would just buy them as prestige labels. Yeah, they just right. they don't want they just want the label. They don't give a fuck about like the quality or the character or the integrity of something. They don't give a fuck. They're just like they don't give a fuck. Well, yeah. Dude, Bush Gardens is badass though. Don't fuck. With Hell yeah, it is. I've never been. I've well, yeah, dude, no, I've never been. And if I've you're camping, if you're camping, I mean, I'll 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 drink a case of Bud Light while I'm camping. You know, what's hilarious is that all the insight that I have in the beer industry, I don't drink beer at all. Couldn't can't stand this yet. Oh man, do you drink alcohol? Not a lot. 
I do, I like liquor. Liquor. Or my girl drinks. Nice. Yeah, and then that's and then that's the other aspect that look at look at the liquor, look at the wine. Like you have all these spirits that are so overregulated. It's insane. But yeah, well, I mean right, we're we're 23 minutes in, guys. Let's, let's get to our top story tonight, man. The top story? Twitter? <laughs> all right, so top story. Yeah, dude. Twitter? If you're hearing this, you probably are well aware of the news, but Elon Musk has purchased Twitter. Um, Officially? I, I believe he paid fifty-four twenty per share was the price that he originally asked, and, and they ended up granting that to him. So I guess this whole poison pill, whatever, didn't work. Didn't work out too well. And uh, yeah, now he is, uh, or he, I guess they probably still have to like, sign the papers and go through everything, but he's essentially now the uh, the owner of Twitter. Yeah, it's going back to being private. I heard the uh, sale price uh, is either forty three or forty four billion. Forty four billion, right? Um, so it is going back to to being private. It is. Yep. <laughs> and uh, he, I guess, is the owner. I, I I would think he has some co owners or some other some co investors that have signed on to this. But um, you know, you know his it, it, when he gave him the paperwork, it was. 21 billion of his own dollars everything else was fronted by a bank all in wow. loans unbelievable him outright i mean you know we say he's a billionaire and all but like i just can't believe he has that kind of like cash right because normally when they say somebody's net worth it's uh 98 of it's in stock right and for him it'd be tesla that would be his uh, big stock holding. So I just I'm really surprised that he has that much in uh, in cash that he's able to purchase this company. Well, aren't those billionaires still stuck in space? And isn't he giving them a ride back? So he's like holding them hostage, right? You guys hear about <laughs> Wait, that? What? You guys didn't hear about that? <laughs> no. I mean, so they can't get NASA had to delay. Um, I don't know. That's the thing. I don't follow space shit because I think it's all fake. But uh, I digress. <laughs> But apparently, yeah, they they uh, there's a couple of, like billionaires up on the space station or whatever, and they paid paid a ridiculous amount, and they couldn't land because of the weather in Florida, so they delayed it. So mm. I don't know if this is one of uh, a SpaceX venture or you know he's he's basically has NASA, so maybe you know he's like, hey, I don't know, like yeah. well, that could be part I of thought- it. One thing I thought of on this was it's interesting that you could get the, a social media company that's just worth so much money and they really don't produce anything. Like it's not like a car manufacturer or a mining right. company or something that has a tangible product. It's just a network, right? It's a free well, social media well, network. Well, they're selling advertisement. I, I get that. There, I get that. a lot of advertising. Well, promotion and promo- well, yeah, promoted posts all the time. You're yeah. thinking, you're thinking small scale. It produces something absolutely. It produces oh, data for the CIA. Is well, that, no, is that where you're going? It produced Uh-oh. Joe Biden as president. One hundred percent. I mean, right. he was well, Sleepy Joe was campaigning. Yes, though, is all the DNC funding going to dry up for Twitter now? Probably. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, it certainly is influence, right? That's that's something. But what I'm getting at is it's intangible. You know, it's a, it's it's just a connectivity platform. Um, yeah, but that's the nature of that's the that that's the nature of a lot of products that we have nowadays. They all live virtually, whether it's, uh, you know, on the internet. Well, I mean, really, the internet, Spotify but whether it's like an never- application or yeah. 
you Spotify know. has never turned a profit as far as I know. Netflix, I don't believe, has ever turned a profit. Dude, maybe really? that's why they're going so mostly. Yeah, most of those companies are just uh, borrowed money and inflated value. Right. Dude, great reset shit. These companies are going under because there, there's no market for them. And so many people are leaving. So, for yeah. example, like Twitter. Like well, there is a market, though. There's a market for I don't know about. I mean, clearly, there's a market for social media. Well, market there. There's is, a market for streaming services. It's just there. there Netflix is. is failing, right? Because Netflix but, isn't producing any good content anymore. Exactly. It's all just like woke shit that nobody it, wants to watch. Exactly. That's the thing. They haven't. Whereas you have like HBO Max, you have even like Apple Plus, like all these other Amazon Prime have like cool shows. And they're not forcing some sort of like agenda, progressive agenda down your throat. So right. Well, next next Netflix's stock is going down. Um, I heard yeah, that. it plummeted. And they're going to pay. So what I'm getting at is like maybe go Elon woke, will buy go woke, woke, Netflix. Go broke. <laughs> the whole go thing woke, is you go, go broke, broke, you go broke. So for example, the fact that Jared, you love that Twitter follow the the Trump's old tweets, you know. Oh yeah. But the fact that t- Twitter, in order to be. Uh, and that's the thing. They don't realize like go woke, go broke. Once you start like diminishing your audience and your audience, well, guess what? Your advertisement, your revenue, your people are just going to like just go away or they're canceled. Like how many, how many like great <laughs> accounts, you know, Babylon B's not on there. Like so many like great follows and great accounts is killing these like legacy, legacy media um, and, and this like social media that's so over fucking censored you well, know so that brings it's us not to, marketable it's not making that, money that brings us to the real twitter question um why do you guys believe he did it because i'm i'm pretty sure i know exactly why he bought twitter and it has nothing to do with anything that anyone thinks is why he bought twitter hmm. I, I, I honestly I, don't know i mean i i can't believe that it's like I can't believe that it's something like, oh, I need to defend free speech. Like, I don't, I don't, I don't think he cares about that. That's not what he keeps repeating online over and over again. Um, when I see him, what? Hold on, what is he? What? Oh, sorry, go go ahead. I I get the impression he's like a seventeen-year-old kid or something. I mean, not a. I don't know how old he is. We'll just say fifty-year-old billionaire. Like he often posts things that are very like trolly and. I mean, it's almost like he's a guy from 4chan or something that just happens to have a well, billion is. dollars. He, he and he's out there is. just trolling the world. He's also clearly got autism. He has Asperger's, yeah. Yeah. Uh, the thing that he keeps mentioning over and over and over again is authentic- authentication. He wants he, he wants to get rid of bots. He keeps saying, I'm going to get yeah. rid of bots. Hmm. Which means what I really believe he wants to do it is he wants us to make this the next level of authentication software that's going to be used to interface with the Neuralink. Because oh, you only get your Twitter account if you're an authenticated person, which will combine into all the other shit that the government wants to combine into that he has already got his dirty fingers in already. But like, it's going to be the whole Neuralink pie all kind of pulls it together. Like where you, everyone's been talking, oh, you're gonna have your your uh, codes and your phone and shit. Well, yeah, but it's all actually gonna be linked to the biometrics that they pull to verify that it's you. So that there's what's no a Neuralink? Can you explain? Oh, Dan, dude, Joe Rogan talked about. <laughs> I think so. Had him on. He talked about it when he was on. Elon Rogan, Musk like, talked about. It. He's not like hiding. Yeah, he's not. A, he's not hiding it. I mean, yeah, he's pretty 
Neuralink is the internet brain interface. That's all. It, that's, it's that's basically it, embedding what's in your smartphone into your brain, right? And then also sure. unlocking the ability to perhaps like enhance things, right? Like the idea is like they're first. He's first trying to market it, or yeah, I guess market it to people that have like let's say auditory ailments, right? So like this thing could get embedded in their brain and then fix their hearing, or potentially blindness, or potentially some other ailment, right? I mean, that's kind of how it, the entry into the market. And then, you know, ideally for him, at least, well, everybody the, would want to have this, one and of could, the, like enhance your intelligence. And like, instead of like Googling, you just like, can like think be like, oh yeah, you just think. <laughs> yeah, you ask the question yeah. and then the internet answers you. There was a Black Mirror episode. Um, Which is why this is also terrifying. Of yeah, course the there Black, was. There was a Black Mirror episode where because... all your memories, everything like is in just, just the, the amount of data and everything. It's just like a Google behind your like. Iris, oh yeah. You could, you know? you're basically like your eyes are recording everything and you can just circle mm -hmm. like back into your, into your memory. Bank. I think so, I saw that one where he's like arguing with his wife and he's yeah. like, play, play it back. There you go. You, you did not ask me to do the laundry, but then he, forever. he saw, he saw something off and then realized I don't want to ruin it. She was like, well, everybody saw it. She right? was cheating on it. So it's like, do, do you really want to have a mind to constantly go back because he went back like too far when they probably at the time could have got over it, but it's like, oh, well, you fucking cheated. It's over. It's like, do you really want to have like complete? Well, the bigger recollection of everything. As big an issue as that is, what about the fact that he goes to the job and they make him a scan through the last three weeks of his memories? Right. That they can own that and blackmail you with it. To see if, well, it's to see if he had anything he didn't want anybody seeing that he deleted in there. Dude, this is some like Chinese social credit score, like, like just this some shit, dude. That's why, Elon. That's why I don't trust Elon. That's why I don't trust Elon. They had a Black Mirror uh, episode about that too. The social credit score. Yeah, where the girl's it's all social tied. credit. She got like disinvited from a wedding, and all of her friends abandoned her, and she couldn't get job. She couldn't she get, had to get that. Yeah, the truck. She had to get the truck driver. The wasn't it all because she like dropped uh, a coffee on her on her lap and like cursed or something. <laughs> It like yeah, started she, a snowball effect. She offended yeah. somebody, and they gave her a down rating, and then like it just snowballed, and her life unraveled. And then she gave um, a she gave like the the she kind of because uh, she was like privileged white woman like trying to get up there, so she was carrying in front of uh, two uh, I forget the one black actress, but she's she like mouthed off, and then everybody's there like, oh, white woman, black people, she must be racist. You're losing social credit score, or, you know, and then yeah. just her attitude and just her, just everything just drop, 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 drop. And um, cause she was trying to level up cause that was the key. The like, thing hey. is we, you know, uh, and I'm certainly not defending a social credit score, but like we kind of already have a built in social credit score. Well, that's just by, like existing say, like, in human society, it. right? It just functions a little differently here than it does over there. Ours isn't run by the government. It's all yeah, no, right. It's privately. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. That's what mm -hmm. it, that's, That's a thing. The problem. Like, I don't know so, about some of us aren't even allowed anymore. on Facebook anymore. Hey, I mean, by the way, guess guess which company is, I would probably say right? is the arbiter of the social credit score in America. Twitter. I mean, yeah, Twitter. Exactly. Yeah, but I'm saying even uh, my point is more broad. I'm saying like we've had social credit scores throughout like fucking human history, human civilization. I mean, if you did something in your in your small village that incurred you know the shame of everybody well your social credit score dropped we didn't they didn't maintain it in like you know 
a record book or whatever, yeah. but like this is okay. sort of the technological revolution around that. The so, problem, like we like yeah. we're saying, is that it's being controlled by but it's all yeah, it's all large well, tyrannical governments instead so, of so so here's the like, thing you that you, that what you just said because because it's not in a record book. The record book is the important part of all this. Um, my boy Danny did a he does my uh Road to Hell film review podcast with me. And uh, he has a podcast called the uh, was Story of Nowhere. It's about utopian societies. But his last episode specifically was on the big change in in how property was handled. And basically, it was there was this master book created, and I can't remember which uh, which king it was, but it was the thing that wrote down who owned every parcel of land and what was on every parcel of land. It's how taxes were decided. And I show up next year and you don't have everything that this book does. Well, that book has never changed. The idea behind that book has maybe gotten digital. But the accounts ledger is what makes everything in our world function. You're between your government, between all the banks that run everything. And that's why they're so fucking wanting to find out every piece of information they can about you. Because the more they know, the more they can create taxes to get into your pocketbook about it, the more that they can control everything going on there. That's why like, you should be scared as shit of the fact that Bill Gates has a program with Microsoft out there trying to catalog every fucking tree and rock and animal in every forest in the world. Oh, dude, I just sent that. I saw this one um, app, this app, like a plant care app. Like, There's so many of these apps coming on. It's like, wow, they're just gathering up so much data and so much information. It's kind of like yeah, well, there, it's there's kind a, of helpful. There is an actual true, tool. but you wonder like, oh, okay, this is I mean, helpful, I don't care if they know but, about my plants. But are they nefarious? Like, it's like, okay, Jared Schneiderman, so. like he's growing these. What the fuck's Jared I mean, growing I'm not in putting his garden? Like, weed plants in there. What or? are you growing in your garden this spring, Jared? Fuck well, no, the, the issue, that's not the issue. The issue is, so they're monitoring every parcel of land out there right. and you know, and we already know the UN has most of the U S is not supposed to be habited, habited by people. You can't implement agenda 2030 without, you know, collecting as much information like, about if you ever, if you ever, looked at, ever looked at the, the map of what where what, what's supposed to become green zones in America. Yeah, dude, there was, there was, dude, everything you're talking about, it's like it's very sad because it's like, yep, there was a Black Mirror episode. Yep, yeah, there was a that, Black that Mirror. Like everything very, going uh, on, very like, prescient, dude. Seriously, Kyle, with all this fucking Davos shit, and then this was crazy. So speaking of food, uh, the Free Thought Project they put out this this article, and this is something that was buried in the media, and this is all goes in with like everything that's going on, like as far as the Great Reset. But there's been multiple food processing plants that have been like either had fires or two of them, I think were hit by planes, like small aircraft. So it's like, what the fuck's going on? And um, so Jared's pulling up the article, but it was the, I, I, you know, part of me thinks like, we talk about all this stuff. The multiple large food processing and distribution plants in the U S have recently ex exploded or burned down. And uh, this is all across the country, either fires, um, one like, I think it's been twelve in like the past three months that I can think of. Yeah, oh, wow, that is yeah, long. yeah. Somebody was actually telling me about this the other day. What is Very, barely any off, coverage dude. about this. Well, you guys, look at this, dude. Look what Free Thought crazy. Project is doing. I hover on clothes and it moves. 
Oh, damn. What the fuck, dude? How many times have... <laughs> will their band... Will, they'll be, will they be back on Twitter? Because... I mean, so they've, they've got been... six pictures there. Is that correct? That there's been six? Um, I wish it's... I, you know, it's a lot more than that. That's just Multiple like... food processing dis- and distribution plants in the U.S. have recently exploded or burned down. Uh, as food uncertainty lingers on the horizon, blah, blah, blah. There have been several large... Okay, I'm looking for numbers here. One week. Let's see. The indis- the independent distributor natural, organic, and non-GMO foods burned to the ground in Waco County. Oh, it was a vegetable and nut processing facility. Fu- su- vegetable and nut processing facility in Defer, Oregon. Um, There's Taylor Farms processing there. facility. Yeah, there's like several of these. Yeah, this one in uh, Arizona, Maricopa, uh, Maricopa, Arizona, in March, a massive fire wiped out um, a food pantry which distributes food to less to the less fortunate. More than fifty thousand pounds of food was destroyed in the blaze, and it lasted twenty four hours. The fire is also under investigation. Well, what about the bird flu that's going through? America? Oh, right, and that's very unreported too. They're they're discovering like the avian flu and they're slaughtering um and i how think it was they, the owner how are of the they discovering they they basically are drowning them so there's been multiple like PETA protests PCR tests? The- so here's here's like uh 12 different tweets about different fires at different food food facilities right mm. and all within the past couple of weeks that's kind of wild, dude. And one of them was the fucking Hot Pockets plant, dude. Can you believe that shit? There's more than one Hot Pockets plant, but I mean one of the hot but... one of the Hot Pockets plants. Yeah, they're going after poor people food. Like they're not going like they're they're this is affecting like so much shit. Like um They're not burning down the French laundry, right? Guess no, hey, guess, no. guess what the poor people meat is. Chicken, uh, soil and green, uh, but yeah, uh, so the whole chicken thing is, yeah, they're testing for a new version of very virulent avian flu utilizing and they're discovering them PCR tests, PCR tests because they're so reliable, right? Yeah, which we all know about cycle rates and everyone, how those work, yeah. Um, Million, I, I, I know at least tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands of chickens have been called across the country, Mm -hmm. um. And maybe more than that. Um, when you get tied into the proper community and shit, like it's a, it's one of the big concerns that people have right now. Is it's like even their own flocks aren't safe because their counties and shit are coming through on it. A lot of people are think choosing to kind of go under the radar with chickens because it's not worth the risk right now. Yeah, it seems like a lot of fires. I don't know. Um, <laughs> what are you gonna do? You know? I mean, two of them were hit by planes, small aircraft. I mean, <laughs> I mean, is that a hologram conspiracy or is it just a <laughs> Were they holograms? <laughs> I don't well, know. Were the planes so, real? I don't know. <laughs> there's, a, from my perspective, at a certain point, shit just starts making a narrative whether you don't want it to or not, or maybe you do want to. Um, like what's going a, on in Shanghai? A, with there's with a documentary the- out there to go watch called uh, uh, what is it? Uh, Need to grow. Uh, in particular, it's about like regenerative farming, farming, and why um, 
the real danger to our ability to grow shit is soil and not anything to do with temperature because plants like it when it's warm. Uh, we have an issue with the fact that topsoil shortages. Yeah, because we've been fucking running it all into fucking the Mississippi forever and ever, and that we continue to pump fucking glycosol or whatever the fuck it is into the uh, into our soil. Which yeah, it's it's how we keep getting the yields that we got the year before. But we're actually taking all the natural shit that's in there, and actually we should be building up over time and creating a harder and harder to get shit to grow situation. But you watch this, this guy in there kind of he created a what it's called the green powerhouse. And it is a uh a fucking geodesic dome with a uh what do you call it? A uh, an incinerator attached to it. Uh the incinerator they burns fucking like biomass, basically trash. That trash gets cycled in, runs through the uh it's turned into carbon, runs into cre- uh, their system, starts creating algae. The algae creates like basically like super growth fucking serum because like, essentially what it does is it takes the process of uh, natural life cycle of carbon cycle and does like six hundred years worth of it in like fucking twenty four hours. Dude, that's crazy. Yeah, what's real crazy is that in this this big dome. That's full of pools of water. Managed to blow up in the middle of the fucking night. Now the now the the big thing that catches fire and burns the wood sitting next to it was pretty okay, not really touched. But the big dome of water and glass managed to reach temperatures hot enough to melt something designed to take the heat and pressure of an internal combustion engine. Damn. Now, yes. this this may or may not have coincided with when they actually filed patents on it. But, you know. It's, it's, it's really hard to not see how people with vested interests in a place of power don't want this. Oh, I forgot to mention, so this whole thing that manages to make this, like, super growth formula for your plants and shit, it, has, it does have a pre- shitty waste product which is during the course of that process it puts out enough energy to run 120 homes dude that's crazy like it's waste product was act was electricity hmm. <laughs> we read very different news sites i think i don't know where do you get well, yeah, that's, that's the point none of this shit will ever make it to the news it's they don't want you knowing that mm-hmm. without question and like the the guy who ran this was a it's hilarious because you watch the documentary he is a he worked for um, fucking Lucas Arts like he was in charge of like AI for their fucking like uh, like their video game engines and shit like that and he, at sixty he retires kind of wanted to do something different moves out to the middle of fucking Montana and doesn't know what he wants to do so he starts fucking around with hey let's I'm interested in dirt let's see what I can learn about dirt. And just fucking does this shit. Hmm. What is it called again? A supercharged what? No, the, the the documentary is called Need to Grow. And I would really recommend watching because it, it will give you a very different perspective on a lot of the shit that we have problems with. That's why, like, anyone who's complaining about fucking global warming, whether or not you believe global warming is a problem, 
what we've done to our soil by farming shitty for the past fucking 200 years yeah is is 200 far years yeah. well <laughs> it's just outside of my my life right it's not exactly i'm not a farmer i have nothing to do with it i just hope the food's in the store by the way you know why and that i can right. afford it you know why you're not a farmer um this why? is my favorite one you know why you have a lawn um it looks nice a nope. hobby gives me a little space from the <laughs> like, neighbors nope the reason people have lawns is because in the 1700s this some some prince said and what he wanted to flaunt how wealthy he was and the best way to show how wealthy you were was to have a whole bunch of fucking property that you weren't doing anything with it was i'm so fucking rich i don't even have to grow shit and let food happen there hmm. well i think it's today my reason is I don't want to be right next to my neighbor's house. It's nice to have a little space. Um, but I don't have a big lawn. Some people do. But uh, I, I hear you. It's non-productive. But that was literally, that's literally why lawns exist. Because at a certain point, you would have had fruit. And by the way, it wouldn't have been right, hard right, to but, but shit. Nick, Nick what I'm saying is, yes, maybe that was somebody's original idea for why it should exist. But it's not the rationale for why everyone has a lawn these days. Oh, no, I get that. You know, if it wasn't <laughs> it was, a good was, idea, if they didn't was, like it, we wouldn't have them. Well, no, I mean, if for so for a hundred years, it starts out to be people big dicking other people. Look at Europe; nobody had yards in Europe, and then eventually it morphs into something else here. I mean, it definitely says something. Like if you own, you know, if you're like super rich and you own like several acres of property and you're not doing anything with it, it does kind of say the same thing today, right? I mean, it just says like, I just own, a, I can just afford like a shitload of expensive property. Yeah. It's my hedge. It's how you I, I just hear, man, I feel bad for you, man. There goes your weekend. Like you're going to be either mowing it all weekend or paying somebody. See, that's, well, you're that, paying that's, somebody. But, but that's also because you, you've bought into how they tell you it has to be done. Dude, y- your orchard doesn't need that much fucking work on it. She'll maintain itself after a certain point. You just go. And oh, yeah. I mean, like I've been growing, I didn't grow vegetables this year because I was too busy. But the last two years I did, I I barely put any work into that shit. <laughs> yeah, you can grow. I mean, we get easy, enough like gorilla. We get enough rain in Maryland where like you get, you don't really have to water. I mean, unless you have like a long weird stretch of like fourteen days where you don't get water. But like most of my you know most of my shit had no problems. Well, and like I said, and a lot of this is based on the fact that they don't teach regenerative. They don't utilize regenerative farming techniques. Yeah, most places, and they should. Basically, it's one of the technologies that's happened since the seventies. Is we learned we've been farming all fucking wrong for a very long time. Are, now, I say the past two hundred years because that's when we started using like shitty fertilizers. But so, on top of farming badly with fertilizers, has been the problem, biggest problem. Oh, like and pesticides too. Like that shit. Is uh, punk rock homesteading still uh, a page, or did they get zucked in the great Facebook purge? I think they're still around. They're still around. Are they on the no, Twitter? Used to, we used to follow them, and then they—I don't know if they got preachy or got weird or something. They got kind of commie, I think. But did they go lefty libertarian? Yeah, like, yeah. They, or there was someone that was—I don't know. There was like a falling out or something. But I remember they were a good follow because they, you know, did the whole DIY backyard gardening. Was you know like pretty cool. They were—they were a solid. Yeah, follow. I'm planning on doing next year at least, maybe even this year. But I just ripped out. I had like a shit ton of like ornamental grass, which like talk about like. Not only is it grass that doesn't produce anything, but it's huge and it takes up a ton of space. So, right. like, I I had some guy rip all one of my neighbors. I paid him to like rip all that shit out of my yard, 
And so what is now, ornamental grass. I didn't it's just know these giant, is. like, <laughs> kind of like grass marsh, things, like, like marsh grass. Like, yeah, it's like I mean, they look kind of a <laughs> mid-Atlantic thing. Like they, I guess they look kind of like fancy. You don't want to put the effort into flowers, so they're plants that grow up big, like flowers, yeah. but require no effort. Yeah, except if they do require grass. effort because you have to trim them, and if you don't trim them, they get like unwieldy. And then if they do go like one week without water. They, they fucking die immediately. Yeah, they die, and then their shit just falls on the you know drapes <laughs> over the rest of your yard yeah. and kills it. It is a huge pain in the ass, and now they're gone, and I'm happy about it. Nice. And I paid a guy like twenty five dollars an hour to do it, which was like a hell of a deal. So it was a steal. Yeah. So um, Trump's not coming back to Twitter. He says uh, he's going to stick with um, what is this? Uh, Truth Social. Is he says Trump? that. He's yeah, not even launched. Yeah, Truth Social is never is. Uh, see, that's one of the things I've speculated about. Truth Social, I think, is never actually going to be a thing because I'm pretty positive that somebody got it, uh, heard through the grapevine <laughs> about uh, Elon buying Twitter. And if Elon buys Twitter, there's no fucking point for Truth Social or any of them. The only one that has any possible right. reason to exist is Gab, and that's be just because it's made itself uncancelable. None of the other ones is there any point to. Yeah. Were you the one Gab that told me the owner, that was, that oh, the owner of Gab was an asshole? Probably. I think it was from you, yeah. I was really disappointed to hear that. Yeah, um, he's like a... I mean, he's like a... Um, I mean, he's a Christian. <laughs> he's like, yeah, and he's very like loud. About son it. of a bitch. <laughs> but he's very seen... like anti-porn, anti yeah. like fapping. Like, <laughs> well, it's, it's 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 one thing to be against those things. He's just he, but he's vocal I, about it. What's even vocal? It's, he's just got the millennial personality about it. Like you fucking piece of shit. You, you're gonna burn in fucking hell. Who fucking cares? Piece of shit. Like I've, yeah, I've just had seen him have too many conversations with friends of mine, and I'm just like, "Fuck you, man!" Like, really, fuck you. It, it, so if if uh, Elon really makes Twitter a free speech zone, or at least a lot freer than it is, I mean, I might have to start using the platform because Facebook has really, really gotten strict. I get like at, in my little group, I get admin alerts if people like call somebody a bitch or whatever. I get an admin alert for bullying. It, it's like kindergarten, right? Oh, and damn! Facebook, I hate not, it. Facebook's not going to be around another five years. I will stand nah. by that. Because the, the thing that's made them useful until this point was for advertisers. Yeah. And, and I'll be honest, it's it's not like it used to be for advertisers anymore either. Like they've got like you're, they've gotten it dialed in so fucking good on their end that they make just you're paying them to get exactly what you can get out of them. They know what they're worth, and you're not. There's no gaming that system to make do better. My, my screen time is up over three hours a day. My screen time has increased since they added the reels from Instagram. And it's just feeding me these like 20 second clips that I can't I can't look away. But as far as just fun, talking, though. it's driving me nuts how restrictive it is. Yeah, dude, Liberty, that's I mean, because I got zucked on Facebook and, and lost my Instagram account because it was tied to my Facebook two years ago. Um, yeah, I discovered Liberty Twitter. And even though, yeah, Twitter, it's clearly not as restrictive, even though it is. And there's blue check, just there's these blue check bots that are just insane on there. 
But if you could keep it, like you could, there's a pretty thriving Twitter community. I mean, even if you get like kicked off Twitter, you can come right back on or just have an alt. It's so, it's kind of like, even though it is highly censored, it's at least there's, there's somewhat of a community there where Facebook, it's like, Jesus, it's so censored and normy and just, I don't know, Twitter, Liberty Twitter just going on. Cause I never had Twitter before, but until this, once I got canceled off of Facebook, so you did. Get it also canceled. seemed like less Twitter, <clears throat> from what I can tell, it's a lot easier to create sock accounts. Exactly. Yeah. Like they're so, not. They don't really care too much about like. I mean, but where, Facebook, get, it's like as soon as you like fucking yeah, hit you're enter gone. on the form, it's like <laughs> oh we've yeah matched your IP address to this other account, and you're not using a VPN, so now you're fucked. But then again, did Babs try to create an account? They're like, fuck no, you can't even create an account. What, on Twitter? <laughs> yeah, did he talk about that? When he was on a couple <laughs> well, of weeks that's ago. Bad. He's on another level, dude. <laughs> well, exactly. So it's like... He's but in like, like, he's in like, like every like, government, you know, every government list. Been talked about on The View. Just remember that. Yeah. yeah. What, is, what is a blue checkmark bot, you said? I thought blue checkmarks were uh, celebrities or famous people. Well, yeah, but a lot of them are just... You're... There you have bots, and then you just have these blue checks that are just I that kind of like like NPC. Yeah, so the there's a lot of guys N- to call them. Yeah, and there's definitely an algorithm. Obviously, there's an algorithm where you're being suppressed, but it there's at least a le- there's a community there. Whereas Facebook's, oh my god, it's insane. Does Twitter have groups like Facebook? Not really. Yeah. No. I mean, that's one of the, the, for me, the great benefits of Facebook is I can, I can kind of be very political in these private groups and I kind of keep, yeah, I, I'm very, I don't really talk or post outside of those groups. Although I do try to make jokes on local news stories and everyone in my life is like, I always see your comments on news stories now. So I'm trying to stop doing that because I really like to keep my political side separate from my, my real life, Why? you know? I don't know. I just I you got to create rec- a burner account. Well, see, people uh, people like will. hate my views, uh, you know, and I just don't like I don't like getting dogpiled every time I say something that so, to me makes perfect sense. Um, I recommend like um, my daughter has had a has had a web page in her name since before she was born. Uh, as soon as she can start podcasting, I'm going to push her to do it because. The only only thing that you have in your defense is having more speech in opposition to whatever they say you said. Anyone who says, hey, so-and-so, it's with Joe Rogan. Why does Joe Rogan get away with it? Sure, they can go and pick out a few things he said, but then you also have to reckon with the fact, yeah, but he has thousands upon thousands of hours of content that everyone has listened to that's nothing like this. Right. Like you, 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 taking control of what your your personality is online is the most important thing, and, and more importantly, owning it. If, if you're if you're fucking around, man, isn't that why it's good really to have? Hard. Isn't that why it's good to play a little bit of a status devil's advocate here? Isn't that why authentication might be a good thing? Because that way, nobody can besmirch your name by just claiming to be you and saying. I'm not against Auth- authentication for like the sake of authentication. Yeah. But the problem is, is yeah. that how that gets used and of that's course. a very slippery slope and you can't even say, well, back in the day I would have said, Oh, well I, I don't mind if a private company is doing this, but I don't want the feds involved because 
we know goddamn well the feds are involved in every one of our private companies. Like this, so it's 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 a non a non situation. Yeah, it's it's so it's pretending that the world isn't as the world is. Say right, that. Jared. I don't know if you wanted to um, wrap this up soon, but clown world segment. This one's definitely clown world. I posted the uh, tweet there in the chat, but this dude, this tweet. So this is why you just have to mock mock the 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 mainstream i'm looking media, at the, the name corporate journalism. What this is and i love yeah, it yeah this dude this dude this dude's from maryland apparently he's one of like going back to twitter followers so and i think he follows the mises caucus maryland page so i've stumbled across him i've been following him but he just put this out this is beautiful with the like the mass mandates being um overruled or basically the mass mandates at airports and on planes were were um and this was his response in that whole like Twitter where all the blue checks were like, oh, my gosh, even though this judge from Florida overruled and removed the mask mandate, I'm still going to wear my mask. So this dude, Jared, Jared uh, from Maryland, put out this tweet and it was hilarious. So <laughs> this is on Tucker Carlson and it's already story about how people are afraid that there are no more masks on the planes. So a New York Times reporter decided to find people who agreed with that. Now, a man called Jared Rabel decided to play a trick <laughs> a on Twitter. He wrote posting. this, quote, when the pilot announced the mask mandate was over, flight attendants pulled off their masks and sneezed directly into their hands while screaming, this is MAGA airspace. <laughs> it's like Jesse Smollett version. Only a New York Times reporter would believe this and one did. Her name is Victoria Kim. She wrote immediately to Rabel, quote, I'd love to speak to you. Rabel responded this way. Unfortunately, it's satire that only someone at the New York Times would believe. But Victoria Kim would not be deterred. She wrote the story anyway. She just found some Twitter users as neurotic as she is to interview and verify her thesis. So that's how the news is made. That's a ready story about how Amazing. people are afraid. Yeah. Dude, that's king level shit. Like this is MAGA airspace. That's a good podcast title. <laughs> it's mega airspace. I, I remember seeing that and I'm like, there's no fucking way. And then you read through yeah. Oh yeah, there is no fucking way. <laughs> well, this is like a common thing where it's like it's like a common satirical tweet, which is like, my kid turned to me and said, you know, my, my three-year-old turned to me and said, Thank God for the first female vice president or something, you know. <laughs> right. you're, clearly that's like obviously untrue and satirical right. and then you know, of course, like half of people like believe it's real, and then the other half know it's not. Yeah, like like Malice's. Uh, what was that bet? He he took a bet with Tom Woods that he would read um, Kamala Harris's uh, on air. He he did a podcast where he read her book, and the whole doc, the beginning of it was awful. The intro was like, oh. My eight-year-old son turned to me and said, oh, is that bad man going to be president referring to Trump? And it's like, wait a minute. That wow, the, she used that in her book? Yeah, in her oh intro. God, and was Yeah, and Malice, and it was even... So Kamala some, trolling us? Is that what's happening? Well, that's what I mean. It's just the propaganda levels and people buy and believe this shit. Well, anyways. But anyways she's not trolling us. She's of, just got an agenda. Exactly. Speaking of propaganda, if you want some libertarian propaganda, you should subscribe to our Patreon at patreon.com slash punk rock libertarians. For as little as a dollar a month, you can get access to all of our propaganda. One shekel. <laughs> and 
and uh yeah we do like a we do a podcast there um it's usually an hour plus long um and it's awesome so go check that out we are also sponsored by libertarian country you can find them at libertariancountry.com they sell dope t-shirts they sell our official t-shirt um and you can enter a code prl to save 10 percent or if you order uh fifty dollars or more worth of uh swag you can enter code prl 20 and save 20 percent yeah we'll be uh, selling some swag at reno the reno reset yeah we were just uh yeah we were just selling some shit at the uh, maryland convention so we'll, i'll bring some out to reno hell yeah Auto as well, we'll when is we'll, reno memorial day weekend so uh, i'm hoping to be in up. texas that weekend but um it's coming up anyways buy a t-shirt go buy a t-shirt we're also sponsored by uh excuse me by moral bob and his podcast hidden in plain sight go check that out and uh wheelie's pharmacy uh, i think code prl save yourself some money there on cbd products. on cbd products and uh yeah um i think that's gonna do it for tonight um until next time live free or die